0: Greetings to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy our style, but they stay frostbitten. You are now tuned into the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It is your man DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. What we doing? If you can catch me on your TV, keep it on the radio, boss, can I'm by your way, go, Be in and Cool! cool. If Ain't no stopping us. Ain't no topping us. They be watching us. We so prosperous. Ain't no stopping us. Ain't no topping us. They be watching us. We so up. prosperous. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum FM Hip Hop. Like us on Facebook. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Once again, it is your man DM Cool. And this is Cool Radio. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! that We're live on the airbase right now. Um, I would say in about 10 minutes or so, I got my man, Mr. Kway coming back to the cool radio booth, friend of the show, third time on the show. We will be discussing his new podcast, um, his modeling ventures, that and much more. But before we get to all of that, man, you guys already know how we do. I got some stuff to get off my chest, man. Some of my weekly grievances, if you will. So on that note, it's time to let that ish breathe. Let this bitch breathe. Indeed, indeed. So, I wanna start off by saying the following. And this is totally unrelated to what we're gonna be talking, what I'm gonna be talking about in the next minute or so. But um, Toronto Raptors, thank you for finally getting Serge Ibaka. Like, it's This has been taking like a year at the very least, and I'm glad we didn't pull the trigger when we were trying to do it last summer because we would have had to, like, gut half of our bench. But we finally got him in the fold. We won't get to see him play until next week because of All-Star Weekend, of course. But, Masai, thank you for pulling whatever juju that you had in your bag to just trade away Terrence Ross in the draft pick. I don't know how you pull that off. But your magic was stronger than Orlando's, so kudos to you on that. So I just wanted to get that out in the open, and possibly I'll talk to KOA about that once you start diving into some conversation. But what I really want to talk about, you know, for the next five minutes or so, I want to talk about Valentine's Day, all right? Now, Valentine's Day was celebrated this past Tuesday. Some people probably jumped the gun and celebrated it on the weekend, you know, two each and in and everything. And I don't want to come across as a Valentine's Day hater or me being bitter or anything like that. But here is my take on Valentine's. Now, for the people who do like to celebrate Valentine's, kudos to you guys. And I'm talking about the people who actually do celebrate together and celebrate each other's love for one another. That's cool. But I feel like from a mainstream standpoint, it is very it was he- it's heavily marketed basically so it's it's the same as any other holiday that that's heavily marketed but this one is especially marketed and i feel like a lot of people really buy into it whether they're in a relationship or not if they're not in a relationship then you know they kind of have this always me deposition about themselves like how come i don't have anyone on valentines day i want someone to be my valentine and all that stuff you have that type of person and then the people who are in relationships you have the ones where Let's say the woman, for example, is like, oh, well, Tina got her man to do that for her. Why can't you do that for me? And then you have the man who's stressing because he doesn't know what to get his girl for Valentine's Day. And my thing is this. I feel like people really need to calm down when it comes to what to do for your significant other. Um, And also, I feel like when it comes to some, some women in particular, I feel like they feel as if that day is for them and them only. Now, I don't blame them for that. I blame this back on the marketing because if you notice that a lot of the commercials and a lot of the advertisements that they put up for Valentine's Day, it's always centered around what you can do for her or give her the best Valentine's Day gift ever. Do this, do that. It's all about her at the end of the day. And my thing is this, as I said earlier valentine's day is supposed to be about celebrating well from the romantic aspect at least it's all about celebrating the love that you have for your partner basically so i feel as though if you're going to be celebrating valentine's day as a couple then it should all be about doing stuff for one another think about it like christmas for couples basically so you guys you know do so, like go to a show together or you give her a gift you get him a gift something to that extent and also, and this is just my personal preference, I feel like some people can be very cliche when it comes to the gifts. They kind of center it around romance and say, oh, well, it's Valentine's Day. Let me get this person some roses or some chocolates or some satin sheets to put on your pillows or something. No, just do stuff that you guys would genuinely do like on any other day, but just do it on that particular day just to show that you care about that person. So if you know that your boyfriend is into the Toronto Raptors, get a pair of Raptors tickets for that day or maybe the next day whenever they play or whatever. Or if you know your girl is into, you know, live theater, then give her some tickets to, to rent or something like that, basically. I'm just saying, keep it very sentimental. Don't be cliche about it because cliche is expected. It's generic. It's not really out of the box. You want to you wanna give that person Kendrick. You don't want to give that person Young Thug. That's all I'm trying to say, basically. Um, and so with all that being said, it just goes back to my point about, about the marketing and, and the gimmicks that a lot of these advertising companies use when it comes to promoting Valentine's Day. So I feel like people, if you're like over the age of 25 and you're still getting caught up in that, then... You really need to take a step back and look with an objective lens and really figure out all the nuances that they're using to kind of perpetuate the items that they're trying to push to you for those people to buy. Because if it weren't for Valentine's Day, would you buy that very expensive piece of jewelry for your significant other, whether it be a man or a woman? That's all I'm trying to ask. So, again, don't take it to heart. Don't panic if you don't get the gift that you think she is going to like. It's not the end of the world. It's just one day. And this especially goes to the people who are single as well. It is just one day. Just because you're single, you don't have a Valentine's, doesn't mean that you'll be single and be a cat lady for the rest of your life. It's not that serious. And another point before we go on to the commercial break. Valentine's Day is not only about the couples, but it's also supposed to be showing love to your family members or or whomever it is. Remember back in grade school when you used to pass around the Halloween candy or the Valentine's candy with the hearts like the I chew, choose you and all that stuff? It's all about that stuff. It's all about spreading goodwill and love towards your, uh, toward, towards your colleagues or whatever the case may be. So don't think of it as just a couple's holiday. I know it's marketed as such. Again, going back to the marketing. But... In the grand scheme of things, it's all, it's all about showing love to one another. Of course, you're supposed to do that on a daily basis, but again, that day in particular is just emphasizes that fact. Do you agree or do you disagree? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore reader to share your thoughts. Coming up after the commercial break, I got my man, Mr. Koa, who is in the building right now. We're going to talk about so much stuff. It's going to be off kilter. It's going to be uncensored and uncut, just the way that we like it here at Cool Radio. But before we get to that, man, we got to play some more music, man. And this one comes by way of my guest from last week. He goes by the name of 40, and this one's called Called Holla at a Player. And it's only on Cool Radio. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Maximum FM Hip Hop. Like us on Facebook. Welcome back to the show, my cool cats and cool kittens. Once again, it is your man, DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. Now, as promised, we do have our guest for the evening. This gentleman is no stranger to the halls of Cool Radio, but now this time we're in a different facility, so he's getting the, the grand tour of it all. Don't uh, came up. We done came up. <laughs> <laughs> all the <laughs> way up. We <laughs> hosted this place. uh uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this man needs no introduction. He goes by the name of Mr. KOA.
1: That's yeah, still actually introduction, just so you know. <laughs> I mean, yo. But yes, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Listen, <laughs> I don't
0: go to We Need to Talk to discuss how to discuss the, the, the core not, of your entire podcast. All right? not, you ain't got to do that with me. Hey, hey, I'm, <laughs> just,
1: I'm just going based on what you said. You said <laughs> this man needs no introduction. However, as he's saying this, he's doing introduction.
0: I mean, I have no problem with L- it. Keep I, in mind, if, if we want to be fair and technical about this, I said that after mm. I gave you an introduction. So technically. Hello, everybody. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. K
1: also known as ryan which is my real name as uh, it's my third time on the show i think third third, third yeah time yeah on the show. The trifecta um it's always a great time with this guy um i <laughs> i love talking shit i never let him get away anything so it's gonna be a good a very 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 good show so if you guys are tuned in great
0: yes he is the police on this show apparently <laughs> the cell will just he, he he's he's committing citizens arrest right now is basically <laughs> what he's trying to do yo i feel like i've had like half of your family on on my show Because I've had you I've had your mother on my show uh, Yeah uh, No not not in this facility But back at, oh, okay, back okay, at yeah, CFRE yeah. Um, I had uh, Justin Allman on my show yeah, as well yeah, I didn't have um, I didn't have um, Calvin on <laughs> yeah. the show But he was kind of like behind the scenes So yeah. he's the one who got me in contact with your mother okay. uh, But yeah when are you gonna invite me to the cookout? Like, what's good? <laughs> man, the doors always open. All right.
1: You look like my family, anyway, bro. <laughs> Dog, this, you actually look like my sister, which is the weirdest thing. Yeah, eh? it's not in a negative. I know, way. I know, I know. You I know, look yeah. like a female. Yeah, I, I know. But you have resemblance of my.
0: Listen, I know I'm pretty. All right. <laughs> relax, relax, relax. Yeah, but you know, you probably have some some West, Af- West African DNA. You, you never know. <laughs> Who knows, man exactly but anyways let's get to the talking because that's what we do best man so i gotta ask you man you've been up to quite a bit since the last appearance on cool radio so give us a you know a quick little uh rendition of what you've been up to lately
1: um I've, yeah i've been up to a bit mm-hmm. um new job new uh new company new changes mm-hmm. um proline we were talking earlier mm-hmm. i got a gig to do a proline ad, uh, which was plastered across the entire city of Toronto, which, was, just, which was whoa, <laughs> it, was just, it was just whoa, overwhelming, <laughs> super, super, super dope mm-hmm. um, experience, um, I built my brand to a, a place where I've never been at before, it's the last mm-hmm. time we, I, we came, we're talking about a brand, mm-hmm. um, the new Keep Sleeping On Me hat, which you've probably seen a lot of places now, mm-hmm. that, that took off from my brand, which which was amazing, mm-hmm. um, my quote book is now complete, finally, mm-hmm. uh, that is doing doing pretty well too. Yeah, That's, you have a, you have a
0: second one now, right?
1: I, the second one is actually a final one. It's so a final. So I was one, thinking okay. about doing two. Okay, but I ended up just combining one into uh-huh. a big one. Okay, and taking a lot of old old quotes and added a whole bunch of new quotes. Yeah. So the new one is the final one has two hundred quotes. Okay. So I just made one thick big one. Yeah. Um. But pause.
0: But <laughs> 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 yeah. I was gonna say that. I was gonna I was gonna let you live on that. <laughs>
1: I just made a big. Large fuck!
0: I, can't <laughs> <laughs> I just made a
1: complete book. <laughs> I'm about to swear on this channel. i you, no, no, you are, you are. You are. But um, I just made a complete book. Um, for the final copy has yes, 200 quotes. Um, okay. Also, um, start new podcast with my mm-hmm. boy Top Boy. Yes. That is my newest project mm-hmm. uh, from my Kway Talk channel, which uh, my YouTube videos, you know, about already. Um, mm-hmm. I took a little bit of not a not a. Hiatus, but I took a break yeah. just to start a new project because of it's, course it's hectic to do everything. Oh I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know I do a lot already, so I wanted to uh, start a new project and, and challenge myself and mm-hmm. uh, get into the radio podcast world, which um, I'm a, a avid fan of Brilliant Idiots. Mm-hmm. Um, so they help me learn how
0: sweet yeah. to be an idiot. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's my shit right there. But um, so yeah, I'm a, me, me and Top Boy started a new podcast called We Need to Talk, mm-hmm. um, which is the four. Greatest words that a man fears, of, course, of and, course. And women, if you hear your man say we need to talk, yeah. it's usually a bad thing.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Like <laughs> so, oh, uh, we need, you're yeah. dropping that
1: on me? Yeah, like how, we need to how talk, dare you? It's right? my job to do that. <laughs> exactly. So um, our our thing was, you know what? Let's let's find a way to um, change the perspective on what we need to talk means. Yes. Right? If you hear we need to talk, you're like shit, man. What now? Yes. Like, what I do? So like we turned like you know what? We're gonna create a podcast um, where. We need to talk isn't necessarily a bad thing, but a beneficial thing and a mm-hmm. way for you to grow and learn mm-hmm. um, through our experiences, through guest experiences, and just a way for us to just kick it, man. So yeah we do that every Friday at 8 p.m. on our SoundCloud, which is We Need to Talk podcast. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know how to stop, bro. I just, yeah, I really don't know how to stop. I
0: told you that we were gonna stop. Thought I told you <laughs> that we were gonna stop. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, um Yeah, I just, I just work.
0: That's Absolutely, man. You, and you know, you're sticking to your Jamaican heritage. You know, you have more than one job, so you know, <laughs> you're doing hey, something right. <laughs> listen,
1: never, never, ever let anybody be in control of your outcome. Absolutely. Never. So if if you're if you're if you have one job, find a side hustle, find a yep a hobby, find something else. Because if you're working for the man, mm-hmm. as they call it, yes, working for the man. Um, the man can take that work away from you at any, yep. at any point. So at any point in time. Find a way to utilize your skills, man. So yes,
0: absolutely. Uh, what was what was a cool thing that I heard one time? It was, apply yourself to supply your wealth. That's absolutely. that's definitely what you got to live by every day, in my opinion. But nonetheless, let's keep on talking about the We Need to Talk podcast. Yeah. Um, so you're about, what, like seven six episodes in maybe?
1: The t- t- tonight was episode six. Okay, so episode so 6 we're, we're six weeks in now. Okay, gotcha. Yeah.
0: So... On the podcast, like, what do you feel like was your most challenging topic to date?
1: Challenging to, di- uh, I don't think anything was challenging. I think yeah. the most, because they're all, they're all topics that we all deal with every day. You yeah. Know what I mean, and I, I love to talk, you know, I love talking. Of course, yeah. My channel's called KOA Talk. Yes. This channel's called We Need to Talk. Yes. So I love talking. So none of them are challenging, yeah. but, um, the most, um, I guess, relatable or, or heartfelt situation was the interracial relationships topic. Mm-hmm. Um, That was last week's topic, I think. Yes. Episode five. Um, Yeah, my friend sent me a message talking about uh, him trying to pursue a relationship with a white girl. Mm -hmm. He's black. And, you know, that seems very normal Mm -hmm. to the normal person. Yeah. Um, But there are also people out there who that's not normal to. Mm -hmm. And they're still in their old ways. And they're still in the old-fashioned you're a black guy, you need a black girl, and white people need to be white people, and mm-hmm. Asian people need to be Asian people, which is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Especially in this year, two thousand seventeen, and especially if you live in Toronto, which yes. is one of the most multicultural places in the entire we, we, world. We bleed it. Like yeah. you can't
0: go anywhere. Like you can go to a pizza store, you see, you know, an Indian person running that place. You go to a Jamaican store, could be an Asian person running that place for all, yep. you know. Yeah. So yep. it's all over the place. So
1: that topic was was pretty it took me back a little bit because I was like, people still talk about race. Yeah. Like, I know racism still exists. Yeah. That's, I'm not naive to that. But I didn't think it was still a thing where people would be like, can I date this white girl? Like, yeah, really? But, like, it actually is. Mm-hmm. It To some people, they just don't talk about it because yeah. they're scared or they're nervous or what people are going to think. But yeah. someone hit me up really personally and be like, yo, like, I'm in a situation with this girl and I don't know if I should pursue it or not. And I, mm-hmm. I kind of took upon myself to... to You know, break it down and make him realize how ridiculous that was.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like when it comes to interracial dating as well, um, a lot of people have the stigma about it where you're going to look at as some sort of like an outcast or a sellout of sorts basically to who? And, and and that's my like, thing right there because at the end of the day you're living your life for you and if you just so happen to be in love with a person who happens to be of a different complexion whether mm-hmm. or not they're lacking more or less melanin in their skin tone right. then why does that matter as long as you guys have that connection with one another right. then that all of that should be secondary exactly um Speaking of which, actually, you yourself are in an interracial relationship right now. Correct. Um, And have you come across any barriers with that um, thus far?
1: Uh, The language barrier. Okay. (laughs) Jokes aside. Fair enough. Um, My my, my girlfriend's Portuguese, so her family is Portuguese. Um, She was born in Portugal. Her family is in Portugal, still there. So Mm -hmm. she's actually in Canada now. Mm -hmm. Um, Her family, not a lot of them speak English. Mm -hmm. So when I had to meet them... I had no clue what they are saying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can only imagine. (laughs) But the thing that's that's amazing about that is love doesn't have a language and and people care about you. Yeah. You might understand what the person is saying but you can still you can understand the vibe. Yeah. The vibe is the same it's universal if someone cares about you someone likes you someone's trying the family's definitely trying the family you know they didn't speak the greatest English but they tried their best to speak to me and, and it was I can understand it to the most yeah, part yeah Um. her grandma spoke another uh, lick of English yeah <laughs> so that was fun yeah um, she would just say stuff I'd just smile I'd be like yeah cool yeah, yeah. alright like, like why I, I are you just, dating a basketball player <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like when the, you can un- it's funny because even if you don't understand what someone's saying yeah you can tell based on their you know their body language or how their they their smile or their face like mm-hmm. they're coming from a good place yeah so I, I didn't even care if I understood what they're saying I, what she's saying like I knew it wasn't a bad thing yes she's smiling she's hugging me like I don't care understand how you're saying it. I know it's love. Yeah, right, you know what I mean. So it's all about the action. Yeah, at the, the end action, of the day. right? So and and that's that that's not it wasn't necessarily a challenge to me, but it was the only barrier to the fact that like, like this is this is what comes with it. Like yeah. I could just date someone who's English and just be like, oh, everything's normal, everything, and then that, there's no challenge, and it's what I'm used to, and you know what yeah. I mean. But when you go outside your barrier and you meet another person of a different race or different culture, like mm-hmm. that not only grows you mm-hmm. as a person. But it also allows you to learn. Like too many people are so used to dating the same type of person, people mm-hmm. like them, people what they're used to. I'm, I'm black. I want black. I'm, like yeah, what do you? are not expanding. Like you, you have no new perspectives. You have no new ways of learning things. Like. You're just so in your ways, and that's exactly the to grow, you right?
0: You're almost becoming com- complacent in a sense. Absolutely. And you know, not knocking anyone who who wants to date within their own race if that's what they're comfortable with, then no, so be no it. With that but at well. the same time, like, don't turn a don't, blind eye to yes. the possibility of dating someone outside of race because you're experiencing life in a whole different sense. Like for me personally, I've always been all across the board. Right. I've dated black, I've dated Latina, I've dated Indian. Like yes, I've, I've, I've I've kind of done it all in a sense. Uh, my thing nowadays because. Back when I was doing all of that, I felt like I dated one particular race at a time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I was like mixed it all together, so to speak. Right. But I feel like now that I'm in my later twenties, it's like, why am I going to let skin block block me from a potential opportunity where I could learn and grow? with somebody else who has similar qualities about me, but at the same time, I can still learn about something that I didn't even know about, exactly. whether it be culture or globally or, or something of the scent. Absolutely. So I feel like a lot of people, you know, and if you're in your, like, your 50s, whatever, fine, be stuck in your ways. It <laughs> is what it is. You've lived your life. Yeah. But I feel like people who are coming up now, people who are born in like the late 80s, or early 90s, so on and so forth, they should have a broadened sense of, you know, wanting to expand on their horizons in that regard.
1: The way, the way, I, the way I look at things, which is pretty as raw as possible mm-hmm. is the people that, you know, look against or are turn the blind eye or, you know, are, are negative towards other races or cultures. Yeah. If you're that serious, go all in. Yes. If you're, if you're going to be like, you know, I, I don't want this person dating a white guy or I don't, or white girl or white guy. Like, if you don't want to date a certain race or certain thing based on whatever your personal reasons are, mm-hmm. go all in. Mm-hmm. So fine. If you only want to date black, or if you're black and you want to date black, yeah. don't wear anything from any other race. <laughs> don't buy anything from yes. any other race. Your car, your yeah. shoes, your clothing is from China, from Indonesia. From, yeah, only buy
0: black. Exactly. Only buy things
1: made by. <laughs> if you want to, take go full full in. You know, I mean? you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you don't half ass and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna wear this from China. I'm gonna wear this from, from Indonesia. I'm gonna buy this from India." Yeah, but I'm not gonna date an Indian or t- like exactly. You? So you're gonna take their shit, but you're not gonna yeah go full in. You, you know what?
0: And those are the same people who call out cultural appropriation from from left to right. It's like, oh, oh, you you dating a white girl? Oh, you're doing this? It's like yeah, and oh so 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 you're for the white man now, huh? You you wanna buy the products and everything? I'm like, but that weaving your head it doesn't mimic anything about black culture, so what are we talking about your right now? Like, your boss is white, quit. Yeah. Quit because he's white. <laughs> exactly. Like, shut
1: up. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. If you if you want to be full racial and like go all in then. Yeah. Like it's just it's You just you daunting. know you know it's what it
0: is? Down. I feel like people are very opportunistic in, in that regard. Course, I feel like they they pick they pick and choose their spots essentially. So so, like, they'll argue something that they feel like they have something advantageous to, against towards or towards you, mm-hmm. but then when they backpedal a little bit and realize that what they're saying may kind of counter their argument in a sense, then they'll, they'll be quick to backpedal and just kind of sound like a hypocrite in what they're saying, basically, mm-hmm. because the same logic can be used against them. And then it almost sounds like they're using an alternative facts argument in that same regard, right? They, so... They,
1: they, people like to use things when it's favorable for their experience. Of course, yeah. And
0: I, I always say this all the time when it comes to these types of arguments. I always say... I
1: don't, and I don't want to cut you off. I don't want to make this religious. religious. Yeah. But it's the same with the Bible. Oh, yeah. Of course.
0: Of course. I, of course. I
1: don't, remember, I don't want to bring religion into this because that's a completely... That's a completely different story. Complete that's a different chasm altogether. Different <laughs> yeah. But it's the same with the Bible. Yeah. You're like, oh, the Bible says this, but you fucked yesterday. Exactly. Oh, but yeah,
0: but... That's, <laughs> listen... <laughs> There's to- an <laughs> Old Testament. <Right>? Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on. Like, yeah. Don't
1: pick and choose when it benefits you. Exactly, you and
0: it. I and I always say that. Like, I always tell people, if you want a quality, go for a quality all the way in. Mm-hmm. Don't pick and choose what, what suits your narrative the best at that, at that moment in time. For example, and you've talked about this already on your podcast, but I, I feel like the need to, to yeah, say it because ahead. I've been talking about this since God knows when. Yeah. When it comes to paying on the first date for example yeah i always say that i i prefer not to because at the end of the day i don't know if i'm going to see you again like that you could decide within the first five minutes of us going on a date whether or not you want to see me again and i have no control over that
1: said just you, you choose not to pay for them or for yourself
0: no, no, for them. I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, for I mean, them. I, I,
1: I just, I'm get, not gonna
0: pay for shit. I said no. I always keep. I always say to people, I prefer just to go half. Go like half. I go mine, you go yours, or I'll cover one portion of the date, you cover the other portion of right. the date. Because at the end of the day, we're we all live in a, we live in a society where we we always preach about equality, this equality, that. Yeah. A lot of women like to preach equality as well, but then there's some women out there who only preach equality when it best fits their narrative, yes. and I feel like. Sometimes I bump into those women who will say, yeah, equal pay for women, this and that. I'm like, okay, what well, about paying for the first date? Oh, he has to do all that because he's the gentleman. Yeah. I'm just like, Shut okay, up. but do you know where that term comes from? It's very yeah. antiquated. It's like, well, it's all about chivalry. I'm like, yeah, but you do know that chivalry was used to hold women back, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But then here you are Preaching equality yeah. But hey Although
1: no, that can stay, that can <laughs> stay. <laughs>
0: Exactly oh, yeah. Exactly no, no. exactly, I want us to work But, but, but <laughs> Exactly, but can, but can exactly. Yeah. So so chivalry And male patriarchy yeah, yeah, Is yeah. pretty good When it comes yeah, to that yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> everything else is bad Okay you yeah. know what <laughs> I'm gonna just Sit my tea there Cause I ain't none Of my business Jesus So When it comes to all that it's right. like I don't. I can't take certain people seriously after that point. Like mm. once I expose that flaw, them like okay, we can't talk. Right. Like we don't need to talk no. after this because right. we, we've we've spoken enough. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now one more question for you before we get into our games portion, which you're very familiar with. Yeah. Um, for as long as I've known you, you've very, you've been very front and center when it comes to uh, your relationships with with uh, with women, basically. Yeah. So like, you let people know right off the bat that this is your queen and you're holding her down, yeah. basically. Um, so what I feel like um, there are some people who uh, may question people who always put their relationship front face and center on social okay. media yeah. and what have you, mm-hmm. and there are some people who applaud it. Um, why do you prefer? And not that I'm like disagreeing with you or anything like that. Not but but well, what have, is? Don't
1: have to filter yourself. Just speak, bro. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just speak, cool. Bro. All
0: right. So why 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 do you feel? Why do you prefer? You know, putting your relationship you know front and center, basically.
1: I'm I'm a very social person. Okay. As anyone who meets me knows, yeah, I'm a social light, mm-hmm. uh, which is I I do a lot, I create a lot, I build a lot, I share a lot, I I'm funny, I'm pissed off, like people. People like my personality. Yeah. They like it or they hate it, but that is me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, if I'm, you know, posting the rest of my life, mm-hmm. if you guys see me hooping, if you guys see me making quotes, if mm-hmm. you guys see me drawing, if you guys see me, my outfits, modeling, whatever the hell, if you guys see all this shit, mm-hmm. and I have a girlfriend, yeah, and I don't post that, yeah. it's not only does it cause a question for myself, mm-hmm. because, you know, what am I hiding if that hiding quote-unquote like, yes there, i'm not gonna say you have to post your girlfriend if you're a social person that's not what i'm saying at all okay i'm saying for myself if i'm a very social person i already post everything else yeah to an extent like people there's still a lot of people don't know about me i post what i choose to post of course but if everything else i'm posting that i'm happy about mm-hmm. i post things on social media because those are things that are going to my life at a particular time mm-hmm. that i am happy about and proud of whatever it may be so if i'm proud of my girl i'm gonna post my girl mm-hmm. if i break up with her I'll take her down, mm-hmm. and if I have a new girlfriend at some time, I will post my girl. Mm-hmm. It's not, oh, because you posted this girl, then that naturally doesn't mean anything. No, the person I'm with,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm you know I'm with you, yeah, and whoever's whoever likes me, whoever's mm-hmm. trying to get with me, yeah, they're gonna know that I'm taking exactly. So relax, yeah. You know what I mean? This it, when you don't post your girlfriend. Those and let's be honest, I've I've had some girls in my day, and mm-hmm. people you know I, people know me and. Whatever it is, for mm. different reasons, basketball, whatever. Yeah, those things don't stop. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. If there's a certain girl that's into you, whatever, and you're mm. single, yeah, and she's liking your shit and doing whatever and commenting all hearts and whatever, whatever. Yeah. If I have a girlfriend and I don't post that girlfriend, mm-hmm. if I'm, I'll be honest, mm-hmm. she'll still be doing that of stuff. Course. And One, I don't want that shit happening because I'm just like, listen, like, relax. Yeah. And two, I know my girlfriend is gonna see that stuff happening. Yeah. And I'm like, relax. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the posting is yes for me, okay. for myself, because I'm like, I'm proud of this. Yes. For two, it. I know the girl likes to be posted because it's it's a thing girls like to to be you know validated off or and met, yeah, yeah, which then, is understandable. I, which I get is it. Absolutely understandable. I get it. And then the third reason is almost like a repellent. It, it, is. Like, it is. It is. That's it. It's, being, it's that's a, deterrent. Like, yeah. It's, if I know if my girl's posted. That stuff's not going to happen. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's still going to be that savage girl that still puts a heart there. Like, exactly. Because she don't no, care. Like she's she no fucking way to yeah. be that girl. But for the most part, people are like, oh, okay, you know what? He's happy or whatever. Like, oh, okay, I'll back off. And yeah, I think all those reasons are why I do it. Because I'm like, I, I'm i not naive. I'm not going to be like, oh, why have to? Why'd I have to show my personal life? Like, listen, if you don't, you know what comes with it. Of course. Don't be stupid. Of course. You know what I mean? So guys like, yo, I'm going to post my girl, blah, blah. blah. It's like. You know why you're not, though. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, let's be real. You know why you're not. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's because you still want to, whatever. Yeah, you, yeah, you still wants to, you know, flex on the side, which basically. Which fine if that's you. Yeah. If that's you, but that's, for me, I'm like, if I'm in it, I'm in it. Yeah. If I'm not, if I'm single, dog, I'm single. Exactly. But if I'm in it, like... I'm
0: good. Yeah, and yeah. that's fair. I mean and I think there there's some people out there who are very private about their lives. They don't mm-hmm. want like the extra attention like if that brings like they may feel un- uncomfortable about ask or telling people, oh, well, we started dating this and that and then all yeah. that, whatever. So I say tweet is only in, in at the end of the day, but you bring up a very good point about that being like a repellent or deterrent of sorts, basically. Mm-hmm. It's it's the best way to let people know that hey, I'm taken for. Sorry guys, sorry ladies. I'm not I'm apologizing. Not- <laughs> <laughs> Why are you <laughs> Why is it
1: sorry? <laughs> what the hell? I don't have to call this to nobody. Why? Listen, people understand that... I don't have to tell you shit. Like, people... Like what you're saying, for example. Yeah. Like, people feel like, oh, they have to explain themselves or i'm not displaying shit i can post and you can ask me qu- i don't you don't have to answer people yeah like people think that it's an obligation if someone asks you a question you have to answer them uh-huh if you're not my immediate family my close friends in my circle yeah if you i don't have to answer shit yeah I, bro i can you know many <laughs> <you know, you laughs> comments i delete on instagram i don't give a shit oh shit i can delete. i have that i have that power to delete your shit if, I don't, <laughs> if you're like oh well, who's this i'll delete it i don't care i don't have to answer your shit <laughs> And people think they're obligated because you ask me to have to answer. I don't. Yeah. People forget you have the power to choose what you want to answer or you don't. If I don't answer your shit, I'm not answering.
0: All right. And with that <laughs> being said, we're going to move on to the next segment. <laughs> <thing>, <laughs> that was perfect segue. So this game, you already know what this one's called, man. This one is called Cool or Uncool. We're about to drop that right now just like, where is it actually? Okay, here we go. That Just like that. There we go. So in this game, you already know how we go, man. We're going to run by some topics, and you're going to let me know if they're cool or uncool, and you're going to elaborate and let me know your reasoning as to why they're cool or uncool. Okay. Now, seeing how it's NBA All-Star Weekend, I yes. think we, we make this uh, edition of Cool or Uncool very NBA-themed. Sure. So on yeah, that note, I I love this game. oh, yeah, yo, ball is <laughs> life, man. I love ball. So let's keep it going, man. Let's keep moving with this game. So first and foremost, what I ex- what I was talking about earlier on the broadcast, the Sergi baca trade, cool or uncool? That's cool. Okay. I mean
1: he's he's almost washed. Mm-hmm. But oh
0: my god! What? <laughs> come on,
1: he's twenty seven. He's, he's almost washed. He wasn't doing much like before he came. He wasn't. Let's be honest, he wasn't. But. It's all about matchups. Yes. And we haven't had a legitimate big man for a while since Chris Bosh. Since since Chris Bosh. I don't care what anyone says. JV is dirt. He's dirt. He's dirt. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He is. He is. is, I'll say. He's essential to our success in a very particular aspect. Okay. He's not trash as an overall player. Okay. But he is not as beneficial as I think he should be in that role that They give him. They give him a lot of clout.
0: Okay, they, a lot. Here's what I think about Jv personally. Okay. I don't dislike Jv. I just think that he's not playing in a system that best utilizes his skills. Because exactly, because the Raptors play a very full court up tempo type of style. They want to go small ball. That's not his style. He's okay. a traditional big man. If he was playing in more of a half court setting like they have in Memphis, for example. He would his production would be a bit better. I'm not saying he's gonna be all star level, but like he'd be a bit better for what he was. Yeah, I agree. Now that we have uh, Ibaka, I feel like Ibaka's uh, skill set will mask whatever deficiencies that he JV has.
1: He'll hide for sure. exactly. exactly. And won't we'll, we'll worry about because right now at him in the spot with the light on him, yeah. When the ball's in the post, you're like, all right, do something. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. That's not his game. Yeah. That's not his game to just. But like, he
0: does play. produce in the playoffs. I like, will give him credit for that. He does I'm not saying superstar man, numbers, no but choice.
1: He, <laughs> what choice? He does produce in the playoffs. Who's supposed to do that? Okay, but
0: okay, but DeRozan and Lowry—they they're kind of shaky in the playoffs for the last couple of seasons. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm highlighting that. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's keep it moving, <laughs> man. Um Melo not waving. Is no trade clause. Cool or uncool?
1: Not waving. Ah. Uh, even know. cool. I guess. <laughs> I mean, like, where's Mellow going, really? I thought, like, he's he's one of the best scorers to ever play the game. But he's not a winner.
0: He's definitely not a winner. not a winner. I, I always tell he's so p- talented. I always tell people he's one of the most overrated superstars in, he, in the league. I, he's not
1: overrated. Yeah, he is overrated. He's not overrated
0: hey, he's, he, I, is good. He, he is good. He's, he's, he's good, but he's not good enough to lead a team.
1: But that's not where we're rating him at.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I'm rating him at. No, he's, he's supposed to be a generational talent like LeBron. Remember when they first came into the league? Mel versus LeBron, the yeah, next great rivalry. Yeah,
1: but that is that's, that's the same Pound for pound, he is a great rival. It's just he can't win. It sounds crazy, but it's he he's one of the he's a better scorer than LeBron James. Of, of course he okay, is. Of so course he is. He has the skill. It's just
0: it's But he's one-dimensional, that's some, the thing.
1: Just,
0: this, he's he's this, the rest of his game, he's one dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> All he can, he's a better version <laughs> of Lou Williams at this point, man. All he okay, does well, is put relax, up. Relax, I'm, okay, relax, I'll to say, relax, I'll try to say he offers one thing and one thing only. Points. That's yeah. it. He but can't what, do anything else. Court. He's a facilitator as well. You, you do. One. No, he's always been a facilitator. No. Back, when he, back when he was in OKC, he was a big. Uh, not now, of course, well, was, but but you, you could tell that he had a better point guard I, acumen than Russell Westbrook. Then. Okay,
1: anyways, this is about Carmelo. Carmelo, uh, cool. You have no
0: choice. Okay, <laughs> fine. Fair enough. Um, let's see here. Let me get to one before we go on to the next game. Um, the Cavs' chances at clinching the one seed. Cool on, cool. Even with the with the Kevin Love injury and like all the other injuries and everything,
1: cool. They're, they're, they're you're not. You have to beat LeBron James.
0: No, I'm talking about the one seat, like in terms of the ranking from like one to eight, basically. Like if I'm not. Like we all know they're going to the finals. We yes. know that. But I'm talking like, do you still think they're, they're going to be ranked number one by the time the season is done with? Who
1: would Who would pass them?
0: I'm just saying with the with the, with the, with the, the East w- you're talking. Yeah, in the Eastern Conference. Who would pass in the East, so Boston doesn't have a chance of, of getting this, the one seat or no, anything like that. It's still. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. It's still
1: LeBron James. As much as he's not my guy, okay, it's still LeBron James. Okay. So yeah, Kevin Love and all that. Yes, but Boston has Boston beat them this this year.
0: I don't know for sure. I don't think so. I don't know for sure,
1: and I don't think they can.
0: I'm just saying because it's not like they're drastically ahead of everyone else in the conference they're only mm. about two games ahead of boston right now when toronto was second they're only about two games ahead of them as well even last yeah, season yeah. there's only a couple of games separating them it's not like in the west where you have like golden state was like way ahead yeah, of everyone yeah, else yeah. with the exception of san antonio of course and i'm saying because of the injuries of kevin love of an iman shumper J.R. smith like three of the key role players yeah, th- it's it's gonna look a little shaky i'm not saying
1: i think the only key that you named there was kevin
0: so you don't think Shumpert's wing defense is, is important? He is. Or J.R. Smith is shooting from, from the outside. Mind Sh- you, he's very streaky. Yes. I know that. So my, exactly. I know that. Because
1: he's streaky, he can't be key. He's not key. Like okay, but he's, he's averaging he about thirty eight percent from he three. He's very reliable. He's in definitely in the, reliable. He definitely yeah. helps him in their success. Yeah, but he's not the guy. Like they win without him. I know. I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying he's the guy. I just personally, this is my. It's all opinion. I'm yeah. Talking, but I think LeBron James is still LeBron James. Oh yeah, of course. And that's just, I it's just think as long as he's in, as long as he's in the East he'll be first in the East. I just
0: think it's going to get very interesting with these last 25 games because now you have, you have Washington who's playing well, you have Boston who's been playing very well for majority of the season, and now Toronto just upgraded in a huge way. Yeah. So it's going to be a very... Interesting race to the Eastern Conference I Finals, think, basically. I think, I, I think they are as well, but yeah. I think it's not going to be—it's not going to be a cakewalk anymore. It's not, anymore. Like,
1: I, I, it's not a blow by. It's yeah. not like, it's, oh yeah, for sure here, but I yeah. think just based on the grind, they're going to get
0: there. Exactly. Yeah. Now on to the second game. This one is a classic on this network, and you are very familiar with this one. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, we I got love it! Me. Yes, we got to We got to- <laughs> <laughs> These guys <are> already <laughs> racking it up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this game is called "I'd Quit the Game." And I'm going to play it just like this Every second, every minute Man, I swear that she can get it Now, for the listeners at home who are not familiar with this game um, Our guest, Mr. KOA Another guest who will be taking a seat as well in the future Or in the past as well Um in this case, Koa, you are in an alternate universe, you know, parallel to our real universe. So, yes. th- in other words, it's it's make believe. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you are the eligible bachelor, so you are wheeling, dealing, Schedule kiss, dealing. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm doing that because sometimes, when I have, when I have guests on the show, the <laughs> question. When I have guests on the show and they like, they bring their girls, whatever, I'm looking to see if they're going like kill them or anything like that. And so. <laughs> Listen, I gotta explain for the people who yes. haven't heard before, all right? <laughs> Jeez. gosh. Yeah. You are wheeling dealing, kiss stealing, jet flying, limousine riding, and all that good stuff. Mm. But there comes a point in time in everyone's life where they've got to quit the game. Mm-hmm. They've got to settle down. Have the kids in the white home with the white picket fence. Mm-hmm. With the apple pie cooler on the windowsill. Uh, the tire swing. The Spun McKenzie looking dog. So, <laughs> you, you ever heard the nuclear family before? Uh, yeah. Shoot. No dogs, no dogs. <laughs> oh, man. No dog. Okay, fine. Cats said. No, uh, <laughs> no pets, bro. Birds, gerbils? No. No. <laughs> no pets. Oh, you have to suck your alternate <laughs> universe life. Anyways, if you had to quit the game for one of these two ladies... Who would you quit the game for?
1: Stop looking at my girlfriend. I'm,
0: she's looking <laughs> at me, okay? <laughs> listen, she doesn't know how the game works. I'm trying to explain yeah, it to her yeah, and yeah. other people who are listening. Jeez. Go ahead. Yo, come get your boy, eh? <laughs> would you quit the game for Zoe Saldana?
1: Yep. <laughs> don't even care about your naming.
0: Really? Don't even care. You don't even care?
1: Actually, I'll listen, but still don't care.
0: Paula Patton. <laughs> oh. yes yes I got, oh I got you on that one i got you on that one well i got i got yes. a better job for that yeah, 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 yeah. yes i did maybe yes i did i'm maybe proud of myself for that my right. uh uh-huh.
1: okay 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 follow okay. Ooh, wow. really? Yeah. Oh, you're you so sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're so sure. When you said
1: that name. I'm like, shit. <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah.
0: You know who I was gonna choose? Actually, like when I was thinking about it earlier today, I was gonna. That's all names. I know, right? I was actually gonna put down Rosario Dawson, mm. but I was like, nah, let me try Paula. I haven't had I haven't had written down Paula in a minute, but yeah. Damn it. It's so cool. what made Paula edge out Zoe Zaldana, then? I love Zoe. I love Zoe. Mm-hmm.
1: I, like, Colombianos or all that, oh. I
0: know. I know. <laughs> anyway. I know. I right, know. <laughs> but pa-
1: Paula, I don't know. Something about Paula, just... I'm, I'm sorry. Just go. Next. Yo, <laughs> I, was, I
0: was cheesed when I found out Robin Thicke was cheating on her. I was like, yo, how, how dare listen, you? Listen,
1: this, listen. This is what... I'm just going to debunk all of this. Okay. You can't be cheesed. You can't be surprised. You can't be like, oh, my God, how? Like, when celebrities or people who are dating, you know, beautiful women cheat on their girlfriends or their wives. They are regular people like any other regular person in the world. Just because they're celebrities, just because they're rich, they're still fucked up like all of us. So, when people, yeah, you're, oh, how can you cheat on, like even the scandal or potential scandal about Jay-Z cheating on Beyonce. Mm-hmm. The lemonade thing coming, is that real? Is it not? Yeah, Becky with the good hair. Let's <laughs> say he did, let's say he didn't, like, anyone would be like, yo, you cheat on Beyonce, like, you're crazy Jay-Z, but, if he wasn't Jay-Z and she wasn't Beyonce, she'd still be beautiful, but, He's still a dumb guy. If, of course, like, of course. And, and it doesn't it doesn't make it all oh, because she's Beyonce? How could you? like? Yeah. Because guys go through dumb shit. Yeah. Just like anybody else. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. Robin, Thicke, he's still an idiot.
0: <laughs> True, he's, he's but definitely I'm not an like, idiot. Oh my god, how it's like? Yeah. yeah,
1: I get it. You're dumb and you got weak and. You're rich.
0: I don't know. I'm how? just saying that apart from her being a beautiful woman, they came up together like they've known each other since they are kids, apparently, and Does all it that. Matter? And I know it doesn't matter. Guys I'm just can be dogs. I'm just doesn't matter. I'm just laying the the foundation, goddammit. That means nothing. <laughs> that
1: means absolutely nothing. He could have met some girl after after show. It didn't even matter how long you know Paula. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Uh, Guys are dumb. I know. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, Paula.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. All right. I'm going with Paula as well. I'm going to definitely go with Paula as well. Uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we still have Mr. KOA in the building. After the commercial break, we do have Trip Talk. So that's three topics of the week. And we'll get to that. But before we get to that, we got to get to my man Rochester, a.k.a. Juice. And this is called Wounded Lips. And it's only on Cool Radio. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum FM Hip Hop. Like us on Facebook cool cats and cool kittens welcome to the show it is your man dm cool and this is cool radio once again i still have, i still have my man mr KOA talking in the building what up, what up, what up? yeah definitely and we're about to get into trip talk so you already know what that is three topics clearly not going to be in three minutes because we talk our asses off all the time so with that being said here we go so first topic on deck because it is all-star weekend uh we have to you know Talk about things of the All Star Weekend variety. Now, a lot of events are happening this weekend, but of course, the most important one besides the All Star Game is the Dunk Contest. Sure. So we know that Aaron Gordon is going to be making his return to the Dunk Contest because he was robbed, robbed. T Mac, I'm looking at you, Batumbo, George Gervin, robbed. But he'll be reclaiming that title most likely. But he'll be up against DeAndre Jordan, Derek Jones, I believe his name is from Phoenix. And then Glenn, R- is nasty. he's nasty. Nasty. And then Glenn Robinson the third. Um, so,
1: what is DeAndre Jordan doing in
0: this exactly? Say, say that again.
1: What is DeAndre Jordan doing in this
0: dunk I feel like he was like a last minute replacement. You know what I mean?
1: Emmanuel, hey, come. <laughs> exactly.
0: So on that note, yeah. who who do you believe is going to win? I feel like I know your answer, but let's I mean, just.
1: It- Eric Aaron Gordon is a
0: beast. Okay, and
1: he he shocked me like with something. I'm like, for, yeah, I'm such a big guy. I'm like, yeah, like,
0: he's, he's agile as dog. hell. Stuff
1: he was doing. I was like, Shh. like he like was doing internet dunks. Yeah. I was like, okay, and he's not he's not a small guy. No, he's like six nine maybe. I think bouncy. I'm like, okay, but. Mm-hmm. Derek Jones is nasty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you guys see my face? You, just imagine what I look like. I'm going
0: nasty. Like, don't worry, we got it on video. <laughs> yeah, Derek Jones is
1: he's gross. He's gross. But it'll be them two in the finals.
0: It should be. Absolutely. For all accounts it should be. Absolutely. Now here's the thing, here's the thing with, with Derek Jones. I, I like what I like what he brings out. I like what I've seen from the uh, from the uh the previews, I guess you could yeah, say yeah. so far. I don't want it to be a situation where there's too much pressure on him, and then he just clunks every dunk that he gets. Because I remember...
1: I don't think, he's a, I don't think he's the hype will get to him. Because he's been dunking. Like,
0: there's True. But remember that guy, uh, I think his name was Jason White. He was playing for the Knicks at one point in time. Boy. Or James White, is that his boy, name? Yeah. yeah, and then he tried to dunk from the free throw line yeah, too many yeah. times, and then yeah, he became he a, a bust. Yeah, like, I don't want it to be that but situation, then, like, you know? Like, but
1: this is the thing. Different, it's a different era now. Like, kids, there's no... Everyone's bouncy these days. Like, that's not – like, back then, like, James White shocked everybody because, like, whoa, like, who is this guy? Yeah. But now it's, like, everyone kind of knows what you can do. Yeah. And Derek Jones is doing this stuff in games. Yeah. I don't think – you if you're if you doing these things in games, I don't think the dunk house is going to trip you out, bro. <laughs> like, I, I hope geez, not. I hope bro, not. <laughs> doing some disgusting dunks in games or on people. Like, yeah. now you're like, all right, here's the rim by yourself. Enjoy. Yeah. Come on. That's that's, that's nothing. And I'm a dunker myself. So, yeah, yeah. for me, I'm not doing what he's doing. No. Mm-hmm. But when it's just me and the rim, I'm like, I'm ready to show out, you know. And that's just yeah. me. And I'm a regular guy. Like, mm-hmm. if you're in the league, it's what you do. Like, and you're like. You know, this is my chance to put my name on the stamp somewhere. Like Derek, no one knows Derek Jones like as a you know. Yeah, I think he'll, he's I think he'll, he's somewhat of a dark horse yeah, in this. Yeah, I think I think he'll step up and, and do some, some damage Now
0: here's the thing that I, that I love about the dunk contest. In, in my opinion, I love the fact that you have re- relatively unknown names like a Derek Jones, like an Aaron Gordon, like a Zach Levine, mm-hmm. who nobody knew about. But once they came to the court and did their thing, now everyone knows about them. And I've been saying this for years. You don't need to have superstars in the dunk contest because you could have LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, you name it, in the contest. But if they don't come with anything creative, then all it is is hype. That's all it is. I'd rather you bring the game than than a brand name. I don't care about the brand name. I I care about what the game you're bringing. We've never seen what aaron gordon did last year the man dunked over his mascot really? twice the second time he was sitting on him wasn't there
1: one he did with a mascot on the on the, the hoverboard thing
0: yeah yeah that was yeah, the one yeah, 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 that yeah. was the same one and then the one before that where the mascot was turning on yes. the hoverboard and he timed it perfectly dumb just dumb and then zach levine took off from the free throw line and dunked it between his legs between his legs
1: are you saying that's easy
0: Hell no! I'm not oh, okay. saying that's easy. Okay, that's okay. difficult as hell. Okay, I thought you
1: were saying like, oh, like, oh that's yeah.
0: difficult. Oh. That's more difficult than yeah. calculus, yeah, we, was... guy. Mind you, that was after. He made G- it
1: looked like it was nothing. Yeah, and that's like, a scary thing about he made it. It looked
0: like it was nothing. That's a scary thing about it. He has very long limbs. And at the same <laughs> time, <laughs> he does. He does. He has yeah. super long limbs. <laughs> and at the same time, it's like he made it look like it was nothing. Yeah. And for me, even though that was a dunk he did after Gordon got screwed, yeah. he let it be known. If I'm going to seal it, I'm going to make sure it's known that I earned this win, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. He didn't just do, like, a two-hand dunk no, or whatever. He's like, he was like I'm taking off this. from the free throw line. I'm doing it between my legs, yeah. and I'm going to make everyone go crazy. I, <laughs> I ran down the hallway the <laughs> minute I saw that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit! <laughs> well, now, he, now he tore his Achilles. He tore his Achilles, his Achilles, man. That's a shame. Yeah. And he was actually developing into a good player. Has like, he
1: cu- Would he be back in dunk-off if he was healed?
0: Would, no, no, he said he wasn't going to be he in wasn't it. Even come anyways. Yeah, he was uh, going to come anyways. But even then, I mean, going back to Levine, I mean, he was having a very good season. You know, for his in his account for for the Wolves, averaging about nineteen points a game. Right. I think he's averaging over thirty percent for three point shooting as well. So you he he's trying to show people he's more I than just hoop, a dunker. Yeah, yeah. He can hoop, and that just goes back to my point. It's all about building a profile for yourself. Right. Would we not known about Nate Robinson being the good six man scorer if if he wasn't the dunk off? Would we have known? that DeRozan was actually a pretty good two-guard who could actually drive to the hoop rather than just being an athletic, uh, explosive person. So right. it's a profile builder at the end of the day, and I feel like all these people who complain about, oh, the dumb just sucks because there's no superstars in it. There hasn't really been a bevy of superstars in it to begin with. Just MJ and Dominique back in the 80s. And, and Carter, right. but that was like as the advent of the superstar. Yeah, yeah. Though, like he became a superstar, yeah, yeah, superstar right. that year. He was growing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the come up. Yeah, people will say, "Well, Kobe was in it, yeah," but that was his rookie year. Though yeah. he's only he's averaging. Like, s-
1: yeah, there's no real superstar at their peak of superstar. Exactly. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a superstar now, and I'm gonna hit hop in the dunk off.
0: Exactly. Yeah, not, I mean, you could say like Paul George and John Wall, but they were in like the worst dunk contest. Yeah. Like, well, it was like three years ago. That one doesn't even count. Yeah. I've omitted that one from my memory. That yeah, one was no, just
1: no. There's no star in their prime. Going to dunk off right? exactly.
0: Like, really, like, yeah. like we haven't really. Even when MJ and Nick did, they, it, they weren't like in they, their prime. They look They're like they have, It's like, what am I doing this? For? Yeah,
1: like, I, I think that's how they look at it. Like, I have. I'm focused on championship. I'm focused on like exactly. Team team. Like dunk Like that's pretty. Let the other guys. Yeah,
0: like, let, the, let, the, let the let the youngins do it, man. Yeah. Like, just bring the game. I don't care about the brand name. Just yeah. bring the game. It's all I care about. But what do you guys think? Who do you think is taking the dunk contest this year? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio and share your thoughts. Next topic we got to bring out, man. Um, Ooh, yeah, I'm definitely getting into this one, man. So Pusha T uh, was doing an interview, radio interview, and he was basically saying how he was trying to convince Kanye from not talking to Donald Trump that one day, basically. So on the radio interview, he says the following, and I quote, This is not the first time, or sorry, this is not the first thing that me and Kanye disagree on. We disagree on a lot. I was like, man, ain't nothing to go talk about. What you talking about? Um, his perspective, we're definitely polar opposites. He's like, man, you gotta talk. We gotta talk. There's some things that I want to get across in regards to education and so on and so forth. He was like, yo, bro, he's in there. We gotta, we gonna communicate. He was like, we either gonna communicate or we aren't gonna be heard. That was his stance on it. My stance was like, listen, I can't deal. So, hmm. what's your opinion based on that on that statement from Pusha? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> so Pusha basically doesn't want. Kanye to speak to Donald Trump because of who Donald Trump is and what he, re- he represent. From
0: what I read, that's that's the same sentiment that I got as well.
1: I, that's just dumb. To uh, listen, how do you how do you benefit from ignoring the elephant in the room? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What what do you benefit? Like, okay, everyone sees the elephants here. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows Donald Trump is, you know, an asshole, whatever. Whatever Mm. you think of him, Mm -hmm. right? How does ignoring him solve anything? Mm -hmm. And listen, talking to him might not solve solve anything either. Yeah. But my way of thinking is like, okay, if I don't speak to him, definitely nothing's getting solved. Okay. If I do speak to him, nothing still might get solved, but the potential that something can get solved. If both outcomes have opportunity of nothing being solved, why would I just not do anything if I can potentially have opportunity of getting, some, getting something done? Yeah, like if you don't agree with somebody or you don't, you know, you're not on board with their methods or something, mm-hmm. avoiding them or avoiding talking to them mm-hmm. is not the the route to go. Mm-hmm. It, right? Like if I want, if I don't agree with something, I'm gonna talk to you about it. Of course. Period. Yeah. I don't, I don't talk to him because of what he thinks. <laughs> okay, so we're just gonna just chill and like. <laughs> Complain? So with so
0: complain. So here, here, here's my stance on this. Like, and I definitely understand what what you're saying as well. I feel like with Trump in this scenario, I feel like what he's been doing lately, like as a president for like the last, what, two months now or a month and a half, whatever you want to call it. Anytime we see him coming from the Trump Towers, he's always coming with some sort of black celebrity, right. whether it be Kanye West, can whether make, it be Steve right. Harvey, whether it be uh, Ray Lewis, which I, I can't stand that person. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he's... Stereotypically going for the entertainers because he feels like black people in America will only connect to the entertainers and the athletes, basically. Basically, to say, hey, I'm down with you guys. I'm talking to your representatives right now. These are your black leaders, quote unquote. And it just goes back to the stereotype of, you know, black people in America only following entertainers and athletes (laughs) and doing what they do, basically. So, how about, you know, talking to the actual black politicians who are in Congress and talk about making change? Don't talk to Kanye about making change like he's not the one who's in a better position to make a law happen or anything like that because at the end of the day you're just doing it for show it's just lip service at the end of the day and i could be wrong but maybe pusher was trying to get at him from that standpoint and if he was then i understand where he's coming from in that regard if
1: that if that was his angle Mm -hmm. that i don't want you talking to him because this isn't the way yeah we're gonna make a change or Mm -hmm. i don't want you to be associated with you know, part of his plan to use you, Mm -hmm. I get that aspect. Yes. If that is what his, I don't know his angle, but if that's angle, like, nah, like, don't do that because he's just trying to use you to, you know, facilitate and try and make it seem like he's okay because he chose with Kanye. Exactly. If he's trying to use you as a trophy, yeah, then I get his angle. Like, nah, like, (laughs) don't do that. Exactly. But if his angle is like, don't talk to him because of, how he is, and it'll make you look bad. Mm-hmm. If that's the angle, then I don't agree with that. Yeah, the image-wise. Mm-hmm. But I agree, he, Kanye isn't nothing to do with politics. Nothing not at all. At all. But if you have the outlet mm-hmm. and you have the opportunity to talk to the president of the United States, I'm not saying don't do it because you're Kanye West. Like, yeah. But it all depends on the I, I, there, depends on the angle for sure. Yeah. And we don't know the angle. We don't know his perspective, but. Mm-hmm based on those two angles, mm-hmm. I, I can agree and disagree on, on both sides. Yeah,
0: definitely. And, you know, from that angle, from the angle that I proposed, it almost reminds me of, it actually immediately reminds me of the Knicks owner, James Dolan, inviting Latre, Latrell Spreewell mm-hmm. to sit, sit with him courtside mm-hmm. and Right after the whole Charles Oakley debacle Basically yeah. using him yeah, as, yes. as, as a patsy Or as a decoy yeah. Like yeah. see I like Latrell Sprewell Like yes. Latrell Sprewell Of all people yeah. Who yeah. cussed him out uh, Right after he left New York basically yeah. I hadn't spoken to him In 13 years He even tried to call uh, What's his name yeah. Vin Baker mm-hmm. And hadn't spoken to him In like 10 plus years Basically Right after the whole Charles Oakley incident Just using him as a rebound yeah. So it kind of goes back To what Trump is doing Just using like all these Influential black figures Hell he even had Jim Brown with him yeah. We're talking about Jim Brown Really? Yeah. Well, he was with Ray, Ray, uh, Ray oh, Lewis. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, but like, I don't know if he was doing a whole lot of talking. But like, yeah, it's just not a good look for all like yeah. the black celebrities, right? Because you kind of look bad. like you're all in it, especially with, like Steve Harvey and like he's another yeah. guy that I'm not really a big fan of. And I'll. What?
1: <laughs> ah, never mind.
0: No topic. <laughs> okay, <laughs> get into it, here, nah. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, that's a whole other topic yeah. in itself, man. He, him and Ty Perry in that same boat, in my opinion, man. That's just I me. Can yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a Tyler Perry fan though. Friggin' man. coon bot. But anyways, <laughs> man. What do y'all think? Do you agree, do you disagree? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio and share your thoughts. Final topic that we gotta get to. Um Kendrick Lamar and Schoolboy Q, they just recently went platinum on their singles All Right and Studio, respectively, basically. Um, so this is, like, not the first time that either of them have gone platinum. But nonetheless, it does beg the question that I want to present. Is Top Dog Entertainment the biggest stable in hip-hop right now, in your opinion?
1: Top Dog Entertainment?
0: Yeah. Forgot all the stables that we have right now. You have that. You have Young Money. You have... Shit, what else is out there, actually? Uh, like groups? Or are labels I'm, or I'm talking know? about labels, yeah, because there's not really groups anymore. Yeah. There's more labels, if anything. Labels, factions, whatever you want to call it. MMG, is that a label? MMG yeah. is a label slash faction. So, yeah, you can mention that as well.
1: Yeah. It... Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, it's... A lot. Of... Everyone's going independent now, right? Yeah. There's so many people going independent. Like it's... That's where the money's at. I do not want to pay... A guy that pays a guy that pays a guy and I get paid. Yeah, and then it's you get, get like paid. one cent at the end right? of the Don't day. Right? Nobody wants that anymore. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I guess in that, basically, <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like, well, I came first. You know what someone says? Yeah, first yeah. is like how many people raced? Oh, it's only three of us.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so, like, exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess
1: first is cool, but like, yeah. In, one, that, one, in that in that aspect, it's, like, it's like, like, like if there's nobody else at the top, nobody's else up there. It's like I yeah. guess first is yourself first. Well, but well, I guess how how. If- how great is that when there's no not really a lot of competitors? Well, I
0: guess if you think about it, like, every, like, 10 years, so to speak, or whatever, there's only, like, maybe, like, three factions that are, like, really, like, doing something. Yeah, like. Yeah. For example, back in the 2000s, it was G-Unit, Dipset, mm-hmm. D-Block, yeah. and I guess Disturbing the Peace, if you want to throw them in there as well, you know? Yeah. Um, and then back in the 90s, that's when you actually had groups at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had Wu-Tang Clan. You had Lynch Mob, you ha- or Lynch Mob, rather. You had... Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head Yeah, Tribe Called Quest mm-hmm. um, So yeah, like you had a, a bit more of a diversity around those times But yeah, I, I feel like this this generation is no different You have TD, you have MMG Young Money was kind of sinking right now in my opinion Because yeah, everyone's kind of dispersing It doesn't look like there's any unity in there for the most part Odd Future was was once faction that was being looked at But now they kind of disbanded yeah, uh, yeah. You have the uh, ASAP mob basically Is OVO Council? I don't count them as one, to Can be honest, because there's only one rapper in that, in that faction, and it's Drake. Everyone else is a singer or a producer. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So you can't... I, is it?
1: Well, Roy Wood's under
0: him, isn't he? Oh, okay. Yeah. But like very few people know about him right now, because yeah, he's still like on the up and up, right? But like, yeah. when I mean faction, I'm talking about like, just be, a, a names collection names of it, yeah, people yeah, who are majority rappers, basically, yeah, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. which you don't really have in today's generation. That's true. But nonetheless, I, I personally just count them as the strongest one, just content-wise, yeah. I would say. Numbers-wise, yeah. I wouldn't say so. It would probably be... At one point in time, it would have been young money, but mm-hmm. like now they're just kind like, of like the Hindenburg, basically. Yeah, I, I, don't know,
1: I think that it's just, it, like I said, like if you're if you reduce the amount of players, yeah. I mean, how big is the competition? Exactly. Right. Like Not not to take away from what you're doing, mm-hmm. but if there were 30 different places, I like you'd have to push a little bit more to be that guy. But exactly, not just, like are you either here or you're here, you're here, you're here, you're here. It's like yeah. I guess, I guess you win. I yeah, you know, right? <laughs> River
0: participation. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you came. You showed up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and with that being said, it is time to get into the Flashback Friday track of the day. Let's get it. And you guys already know what this man. Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore school with score radio and let me know what you want to hear for the Flashback Friday track of the day. Now, seeing is that we are in Black History Month, we are going to stick with the theme of black history basically with a musical perspective so on that note we've been playing a whole bunch of old school records from the 70s and and what have you so we're going to continue on with that and this one is no exception this one actually came out in 1970 uh this one is from the godfather of soul and the hardest working man in show business rest in peace i'm talking about james brown and we are going to get into the payback and when we're done with that we will get into the wanks of the week so keep it locked this is cool radio yeah (laughs) Maximum Like on Facebook. Welcome back to the show, my cool cats and cool kittens. It is your man DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. I still got my man Mr. K away in the building. What's up, what's up? You already know what it is. And it is that time of the show that you've all been waiting for, so I will not keep you guys waiting any longer. So with that being said, <clears throat> who has been entered into the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame this week? Who has been crowned the captain of Coonery this week. Ladies and gentlemen. It is time for Wankster of the Week. And we're going to drop it just like this. Now this week's Wankster of the Week has to go to the Grammy committee. Now I'm giving them the Wankster of the Week. Because of the fact that for two years in a row. Beyonce has been snubbed for the album of the year category. Now as you guys already know. I am not a huge Beyonce fan. Doesn't mean that I dislike her or anything like that. I respect her craft and everything. I'm just not a fan. I can't call myself a fan in comparison to someone who's bought all of her albums or anything like that. All right? And I am in no way disrespecting Adele because I think she's a very talented singer. When she won Album of the Year, I think two years ago, she deserved that one. Now, the reason why I'm saying that the Grammy should get the Webster for this is because of the fact that Beyonce put out probably one of the most heavily talked about albums in years with the Lemonade release. So we talked about everything from her from her relationship uh, status with with uh, Jay Z, as far as what was happening within the relationship, as to what we know, what we may not know, and she also hit on a whole lot of social. Issues that she has not hit on in the past, but she did it in a way where a lot of people could relate to it, whether through song, whether through dance or anything of the sort. It had people talking. It was very topical in that in that same regard, and it basically revolved around what was happening within America during that point in time. Very similar to uh, Kendrick Lamar's *Stupid Butterfly* in that aspect. Now, mind you, I haven't heard *25* and I haven't heard *Lemonade*, so I can't judge which is the better album. The only thing I've done close to that is read the reviews uh between both albums I've done through done so through multiple publications now the overwhelmingly result of those of both albums is the fact that Beyonce to be, Beyonce's to beyonce's album seem to have been rated higher Adele's not as much from what I've read Adele kind of had the same pace throughout the entire album but it wasn't Drastically different from what she did on her previous effort, whereas Beyonce, she took a lot more risk. And when you count into fact how many streams that that album got, how many radio plays the singles got, the the amount of clicks and hits on the videos that she released on Vivo or what have you, one would have to assume that she would be a definite shoe-in for that award. But for whatever reason, they said, nah, we'll have you win, you know, best contemporary R&B single or best uh, performance on a record. But we're not going to give you the album of the year. And I think if not the year where she put out her self-titled album and where Beck won that album, then this should have been the year for sure she would have won that album. It's like when... Um, Kendrick Lamar was up against Macklemore for Best Rap Album for Good Kid Matt City and we all know that Good Kid Matt City was the far superior rap album. Now if you wanted to give Macklemore the award for a Best Rap Performance for Thrift Shot for example sure fine we'll give you that because that single was popping but the heist as an album in comparison to Good Kid Matt City come on. Come on. And it's the same thing with with this album. Now, again, like I prefaced before, haven't listened to to 25, haven't listened to Lemonade. But if you look at the reviews, look at the results between the two albums, it's... Clear as day that Beyoncé had the bigger album. So big, in fact, that Adele herself, when accepting the award, she even humbly stated in tears, mind you, that she was not fit to accept the award because of how impactful and how strong Beyoncé's album was and how much of an influence it had on her black friends. She was so emphatic about her not being worthy to accept the award that she, in fact, allegedly, cracked her Grammy Award in half and gave the other half to Beyoncé. So when the recipient of that award tells the Grammy committee and tells the whole world that, hey, I don't deserve this, you deserve this, then Grammy committee, you done messed up. You done messed up. And this is exactly why I didn't watch the Grammys this year because going forward, I know I'm not going to be in for, you know, something to my liking. I know that the artist that I like isn't going to win the award that I want them to win. So... I doubt that if Beyonce couldn't win Album of the Year, I don't think any rapper is going to win Album of the Year. The only rappers who have done it were Lauryn Hill and OutKast. And their albums were alternative, if, if you if, if you will. Mind you, 1998 and 2004 were different time periods. But nonetheless, that will be the closest that will get to someone from the hip-hop community or R&B community. Well, eh, mean that's our R&B because they have more time on their hands. But nonetheless, it'll be... The closest that anything that's considered urban contemporary would win that will win that coveted award for the Grammys. And I think it was just a huge missed opportunity for the Grammys to capitalize on a social issue that affects all Americans. And they could have really made a big statement about inclusiveness when it comes to that by giving Beyonce that award. But instead they played it they played it safe. They just played it safe. And for that, I gotta give them the likes to. Do they deserve this, wankster? Of course they do, and I'm gonna drop it on them just like this. Say you you need to stop my- Mr. Koa, your thoughts, please.
1: Um, I actually listened to both albums. Okay. So I listened to Twenty Five. Mm-hmm. I listened to Beyonce's album. Okay. Twenty Five was a good album. Okay. I like it though. Okay. Um, it's a very um. It's a very Adele album. Okay. Like, it's nothing new from her. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what her, you expect. It's her being Adele, great mm-hmm. voice, great it's, it's almost like Drake being Drake in the yeah, sense, like right? It's, yeah, like, it's Adele. Like, mm-hmm. you listen to her, you're like, yeah, that's, that's Adele. Yeah. Some songs about love, some songs, some happy mm-hmm. songs, some quick songs, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a good piece of work. Mm-hmm. Beyoncé's album, you could tell, like, she pushed her barriers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's... None of the songs sounded like. Mm-hmm. Not one on the album sounds like. They all sound different. Some are fast. Some are slow. Some she sounds angry. Some mm-hmm. she sounds calm, submissive. Like, she really expanded herself in the album. Mm-hmm. Not only did she just release it to the world mm-hmm. without telling anybody, just without telling here. a soul. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, with the lead up to the album, the mm-hmm. marketing for the album. Mm-hmm. Her expansion, her, her you know, growth in the album, how she did it mm-hmm. to make a video for every, what, every single... Um, every single every song. Every single song had yeah. a video. Like, she put her ass on the line for the album. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that is... For that alone, like, even if you wanted to take away the how good the album was. Yeah. Just, if you want to say best album of the year based on work ethic and... Mm-hmm. What she put into it, yeah. She went on that already, yeah. On top of it, the album was really good. Mm-hmm. It was. I was playing Lemonade for a long. Like, I was like, like, a lot of guys and a lot of guys I know were like, "Yo, are you want that Beyonce?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yo, like, yeah, and it was cool. Like, it was fine. Like, yo, yeah, Bubba Beyonce. Yeah. still. Like, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, cause it's good. Yeah, yeah. Mean? but um, and you know, just how it tied everything together, and you're know, talking about social issues, like you're saying, and mm-hmm. you know, relationships and fidelity and women's strength and. Just there's so much, so many different layers to that album mm-hmm. that it, when she didn't get the album, like I wasn't surprised she didn't get it because yeah. the Grammys is known to do shit like this. Yeah, I mean, it's, look how long um, people like. There's so many people, so I can't even name all. There's so many people who you're like. This person should get it, but you know they're not getting it. Exactly. No, and they didn't get it. Like, exactly. You watch the Grammys, you're like, and eh, they're not going to get it. Yeah. Yep, and they didn't. Yeah, and exactly. Because you watch it really, people are watching Grammys now to, to see the performances, because those are cool. That's it, yeah. To see who could have got it. Yeah. <laughs> who should have got it. Yeah. You're watching it to see what could have happened. Yeah. But you, we all know, we're like, oh, you got nominated, but they're not getting it. Yeah, not, exactly. like, it's not happening. And it's it's sad, because it's like, if, if, if such a majority consensus is so sure about something yeah but we're we know that the grammys is not gonna do it just because Mm -hmm. it's like we lose we lose i guess like credibility and oh yeah of course for sure it's and it just it 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 ruins it ruins people's motivation as artists yeah and people coming up and it's like exactly you know people work to win a grammy like people right now starting their careers Mm -hmm. like i want to win a grammy and some people are watching the grammys now they're like if Beyonce did that, yeah, and couldn't If win. Beyonce did that, that much work, yeah, and didn't get a Grammy, I'm never getting it. Like, listen, and that's, that's what it and that destroys people's you know, it destroys the market, destroys y- the industry.
0: There's a there's a litany of artists who have never even won a Grammy, never mind Album of the Year, they never won a Grammy, period. Like, do you know that like Nas, Biggie, and Tupac have never won Grammys? The- you know how stupid that is? but Nas made but, illmatic like but, what what but, are we talking about
1: I'll, I'll say this though but in in their in the grammy's defense so it sounds dumb to even say but in yeah. the grammy's defense back then the grammy's was not tailored towards you know yeah impact. it was still within its it, infancy yeah. i but get it now we're, we've advanced so far beyond that that yeah. there's so many different types of music so many different styles so many different races that love different types of style like mm-hmm. we're beyond the it's a white show we're beyond the it's americans show like yeah it's good music and yeah. that you can tell good music and good work and it shouldn't be based on who your favorites are whoever's responsible for picking the grammy winners, like it should be like listen like Put these two together. Yeah. Look at the consensus of, of the world, not just you. Don't yeah. take it personal to you. Whoever's this, I don't know who,
0: who decided. You to. know what it is? I feel like they should have a committee for each category. I feel like they have a committee for for just all categories in general. They just like one general category, and it's like okay, best rap album. Let's just see who's doing well on the charts, and just make it that person that's the winner. I, they, I feel like they need to have like their own separate wing for each for for a select amount of. Of uh, categories, basically, yeah. just to make it more legitimized. Yeah. Because how's like some old white guy who's only ever listened to country music before judging everything? Judging everything. It doesn't make any sense. Um, Makes well, no sense Do you whatsoever. know
1: if that's the process? I don't know the process personally.
0: I've read I, about I, it before, and like I've heard on many accounts, and I've read on many accounts that it's usually just one community that decides yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then they need to fix up real quick. <laughs> Is that camera good? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah. We. It's kind of ended recording, but like oh, okay. I've got what I needed, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But nonetheless, um, we are reaching the end point of the show. So before we sign off, uh, Kway, uh, well, what future plans do you have?
1: I always have plans. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, some that can speak of, some that I don't want to speak of yet. Of course. I, I want to put work into them before they come to where they have to be. But of course. Um, growing my line is is key, which I this is consistent as my backbone. Mm-hmm. Uh, King of Arts is my brand. Um, I have a lot of plans for that going into spring and summer, and the Keep Sleeping On Me hat is, I, I love that. Uh, it's, it's done, I think it's a dope stuff. It's done really well like for it. me. The phrase has done well. I don't own the phrase Keep Sleeping On Me. I don't own that phrase, yeah. but I've found a way to market it in a way where people feel like they're part of something. Yeah. Um, there's nothing, there's no word or phrase you can say you own it. Of course the not. English language, like, there's nothing you... Like, but, no idea is original. Yeah, like, it's not a, but I think... <laughs> you can innovate. Exactly. You can make something... You, you can't remake the wheel, but you can make the wheel better, right? Yeah. And I don't think... I didn't make up the phrase, keep sleeping." I mean, People say, yeah, well, keep sleeping. Like, people say that, mm-hmm. but I found a way to brand it in a way that it's not me just talking shit. Like, yeah, just keep sleeping on me, bro. Like, you're not doing nothing. Like, yeah, I know, not right? see money for what? You're not doing nothing. Like, yeah. But I found a way to market it through my brand that when people are buying it and people are wearing it... Um, king of arts is about you know pursuing whatever it is you are skilled at yeah. right so when someone wears the hat I that brand that, that phrase is me talking through my my, my customers mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a kind of two way a two way double ended sword in a way because mm-hmm. like you mean double-edged? Double-ended, double double-edged double double sword, sorry. Because nope. if it was a double end, it would be yeah. at the hilt, and then it would be I, at the point. <laughs> you no, know, I can't even front on you because I would do the same shit to you. So <laughs> I was waiting for <laughs> you to do that. I was waiting, I was waiting. I would take it. I got checked, by you. I got checked. Double-edged um, double, double edged sword. There you go. Sound um, it up, buddy. <laughs> I'm <a bunny. laughs> But, uh, yeah, because it's, like, me talking to my brand in the way it's, like, I've built this brand from literally nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the story of getting injured and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's me saying, keep sleeping on me mm-hmm. as a person, as an entrepreneur, as an athlete, as a whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the hat's on you or the, I'm expanding into, you know, a tracksuit and other clothing with people with the same phrase on it, which is going to be super sick for the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're wearing the keep sleeping on me brand and the clothing, it's you now. Mm-hmm. When you're wearing a me on top of you, that is you saying keep sleeping on you. Mm-hmm. So it's me talking... Everyone who's wearing that is me talking through these people mm-hmm. as me as, as the owner of my brand. Mm-hmm. But when it's them, you take ownership of that. And that is you. Whatever it is, you're a singer, you're a dancer, you're radio show host. Like, mm-hmm. People are always underestimating you for whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I found a way to through example, like, people can say shit. People are like, yo, just work hard. Just do this. Just do that. And you're like, but what have you accomplished yourself? Mm-hmm. No, but no, trust me. Just trust you. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know right? So, like, this is this has allowed me to be like, listen, like, keep sleeping on me is me being like, yo, look at what I've done. Not to brag, but, like, yo, like, you can do this. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what your path is. But trust me, like, this... This is not tossed into my hand, like, hey, here, have fun, Ryan. Like, yeah. I bless my ass for this. Of course. And you could do the exact same thing. So I'm kind of trying to lead by example. Mm-hmm. And I think that's helping motivate other people. To People that have been following me for three years now, they're like, yo, like, I remember when you are doing these little sketches. And to see this come to fruition, like, that yeah. motivates me. Like, I get messages all the time, like, yo, I love watching this. Yeah, like, you motivate me. You help me do this. Like, yeah. that is my purpose of what I'm doing. So that growing my brand is is one aspect my quote book is is there that the quotes are done so i can just keep making that as many times as i want which is amazing so that that's complete um people you know repost my stuff and that's amazing the podcast i hope by summertime you know we're doing live shows that's what i want to do i'm trying to find like a little venue and just have like a little place where people can just come and chill with us and keep Mm -hmm. with us um so the podcast we need to talk podcast is, is another project i want to work on mm-hmm. um my youtube channel i'm not gonna put that to sleep i'm gonna work on that as well mm-hmm. um sometime i find a way to blend both into each other mm-hmm. um it's all under the We talk brand um and i don't know man I, like I, I'm,
0: you're so I, much I'm in the insane. works man <laughs> I, I
1: have the Proline gig so i'm yeah. i'm, I'm, I'm a, little, do a little dabbing and modeling now yeah. um, i have a couple people ask me to do some modeling for them Hey man, I don't know. I just, I don't, the wheels don't stop moving here. So, hey, it's like what
0: we said earlier uh, at the top of the show, man. Apply yourself to supply your wealth. Absolutely. And you are clearly looking rich, my friend. <laughs> so, on that note, I want to thank you for coming through. Uh, Always a pleasure. Man. You know, you're welcome to come through anytime. Your family over here. Um, and next week, ladies and gentlemen, we do have basketball analyst Drew Ebanks of On Point Basketball coming so, through coming next through week. He's coming through, yeah. About this is going to be the third time I think he's coming through, but none of those going to break down some basketball and all that good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, man. Make sure you guys already know where to follow me, man. Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio on Twitter. The same handle we have on our YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe to that. Uh, we also have the same handle on our SoundCloud. So if you miss a live broadcast, you have the full audio at your disposal. So make sure you add that on SoundCloud. And then you can like us on Facebook at CoolRadioCC.
1: And listen, before you cut off. Yes. I'm going to G-check you listeners right now. I don't know how many people Uh-oh. are listening. I have, no I have no idea how many people are listening Uh right now. But... When someone says this is the year of this is the year of growth, okay? I've been saying this, 2017 is the year of growth for all of us, okay? If you guys are listening right now and this guy says subscribe to my channel or share this or do this and it goes over your head, like listen. <laughs> like no, like it's not even like real shit. Like yeah. people are like yo, subscribe to my channel. Like so many people are doing things and they're like, yo, they're putting out content, they're like, yo, subscribe to this, mm-hmm. do this, and people are like, Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen. If you took the time to listen to this, and you're right now you're engaged, listen to me speak right now. Mm-hmm. Go subscribe. Like it's not even. It, it takes two seconds. If you're enough to listen to this right now, you're enough to support someone that's trying to do something. Mm-hmm. And I, I will never. I've always said like it doesn't affect you to support somebody else. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bring you down by supporting somebody else. It doesn't No one looks at, oh, look at that guy supporting people. Mm-hmm. What? Like, <laughs> I know, that, right? That will never <laughs> be a thing. That will never, ever be a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, when people say like, not just, you know, not just Dan, like anyone, mm-hmm. someone tells you like, support what I'm doing. If you actually fuck with it, like if you support, if, if it's shit, tell them it's shit then mm-hmm. and help them progress. But don't just ignore it. Mm-hmm. Either help them or take action. But don't just be in the middle and be like, Oh, I'm listening, but I'm not gonna do anything about it. Like you want someone to support whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. So why would I support you if you don't support other people?
0: Exactly. You know what I mean?
1: How can you be like, Oh, support what I'm doing, but if someone tells you to support, I'm not gonna do that. Like yeah. give give you get what you give straight. Exactly. So subscribe to this channel, man, for real. And, is, I'm I'm to be honest.
0: And I and I appreciate those <laughs> words, my friend. Yeah, I give you a cool job for that. Speaking of gospel as usual, so I thank you for that. But as you guys already know, uh, cool radio is a division of cool click media and entertainment, reminding you each and every day that we are creating our own legacies. Keep it gravy and wavy. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs>